Welcome back in to the Coach Steve Show. We're going to discuss Illinois making too many mistakes versus the Penn State Nitty Lions as they come into Champaign and beat our Illinois final on I-30-13. Just way too many mistakes made in this game. We're going to discuss the game, uh, the mistakes that led to the game, and what is kind of next for the U of I as they move forward. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. Uh, follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below and check out all the affiliates in the description below as well. Um, we were not able to do a post or a pregame versus Penn State. Uh, had too much going on um, and then got to be able to watch the game later on. And, you know, Illinois just – we're going to be po- – we're going to try to be as positive as we possibly can with, with Illinois. Penn State is picked to maybe win the Big Ten. The only other persons – two other teams standing in their way apparently is Ohio State and Michigan. People are very high on Penn State this year. I was not high on Penn State only because every time it seems like you are high on Penn State or anything like that, some type of letdown happens, but they have a good offensive line. Their quarterback play is better. Um, their defense, they got you know, upgraded on defense, so people are very high on Penn State. So we knew that this would be a very tough game. And coming off the tough loss versus Kansas, what kind of Illinois team were we going to see? What kind of defense were we going to see? What was going to happen on offense? And I think overall, I know the score is 30-13. to 13. I thought they played tough. Um, Penn State's offensive line did get a lot of movement on our defensive line at times. But I still thought the defensive line played a lot better. I thought them flying to the football was a little bit better. But Penn State also just continued to do what they do. You know, um, their quarterback drew... Um, Alaire, I always say his name wrong. He was 16 of 33 for 208 yards. But overall, he did not play well. They even talked about after the game that he did struggle. Um, First two games completing 78%. Now, 208 yards, if some say that's struggling, I think that sounds pretty good. But it was just not as consistent passing as they have had in the past. Um, You know, and then they had to really spread the ball around a little bit. Only one passing touchdown. Um, and that came from Trey Potts. He was one of one. So, I mean, Alaire didn't play all that well. So then they started to rely on the run game and just wear down the Illinois defense. They had 164 yards rushing from Penn State. Now, when I say they wore down the Illinois defense, it's because the Illinois offense just could not stay on the field long enough to allow Illinois' defense to relax. They, they just couldn't. Um, you know, if we go over the team stats here, Penn State had the ball for 31 minutes. Illinois ended up it for 28, but Illinois had five turnovers. They fumbled it, and then Luke Altemeyer had four interceptions. He was 50 of 28, 163 yards and four interceptions. Ended up getting benched for John Paddock, who played well. He was 10 of 16, 129 yards, one touchdown. And so when you turn the ball over on a fumble and four interceptions, you're giving Penn State all this momentum. The defense now has to go out there and just try to hang on for dear life. And you you can't win that way in the Big Ten, especially against well against anybody really. Um, that that really hurt the team. Uh, Penn State also on third down was it was seven of eighteen on third down. 
Um, they end up having a total of 383 yards. Again, we're seeing a little bit of differences in our defense. A little bit of woes as they're still trying to figure it out. But I thought there was plays made regardless of numbers. Don't always look at the numbers to say this is exactly how the game went. Illinois still did some good things. Defensive line still disrupted certain plays. There was just a lot of missed tackles. One of the most concerning things is the run game for Illinois. They had 62 yards rushing. Now, minus 20 for John Paddock. That you know, that's you know, getting sacked and everything. Reggie Love, I thought ran well at the beginning of the game. 12 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. The thing is, is that then you see Josh McCray only have four carries minus two yards. The run game has not been the same for Illinois. Last year, you know, and the year before, run game, run game, run game, run game. Having Luke Altamire quarterback the first two games, I said that the, the passing game is going to get a lot better. But they also can't sacrifice the run game with who they have. They have the offensive line. They have the running backs. And Josh McCray was it was all pointing to that could be the guy. I think Reggie Love ended up could be in the guy. You know, he had most of the carries. For Illinois to start getting back in and being winning, or continue to put themselves in the position to win and competing, they have to get back to running the football, which then will help Luke Altamire out, I think, more because this is he got benched. And Brent Bielma said he called him to see how he was doing. This is going to be a big-time test for him because he did not play well. Um, the whole team did not play well, um, ultimately, to win the game. Now, they did spread the ball around. Isaiah Williams, 63 yards. Uh, Wiltshire, 51 yards. Hollins, 30 yards. Beattie, 29 yards. So the guys that aren't the guys got some touches. You know, a total of 292 passing yards for Illinois. And, you know, 163 coming from Luke Altmaier, John Paddock, 129. There was a quarterback battle going on all spring and summer. So you have a decent backup that can come in. Now it's going to have to probably go back to being a quarterback battle. I know it was reported that Luke Altamire probably won't lose his starting spot. But it is going to have to go back to being a competition. I also think they have to get back to running the football. They're doing this up up tempo, as Coach Bielma would call it. They're, they're going up-tempo. They're trying to go fast. Don't be surprised if maybe it slows down a little bit. Don't be surprised if they start seeing some heavier packages again. And just kind of like with the Chicago Bears, it always seems like the past couple years, the Bears in Illinois are on the same page. It seems like they talk to each other. They're going to have to have a coming-to-Jesus moment, as I call it, where they, I said they have to reevaluate themselves coming into the game. And they did a lot of good things. Again, I cannot stress that enough compared to the yards that was done. Defense, I thought, tackled well at times. I thought they were able to pressure the wide receivers at times. I mean... Their, their biggest receiver or the most receiving yards that a team had for Penn State was only 49 yards. You know, three receptions here, three receptions here. So they had to go around. It was the run game. So, like, the, the, we can't keep comparing it to last year. But last year they could stop the pass but also stop the run. Those linemen are going to need some help from the linebacking core to step up because they can just they're starting a double team, taking four on two in that 3-4 defense. I think they're going to have to start getting exotic with blitzes. The linebacking core is going to have to help out, take on some blocks to help free up our NFL linemen. The the secondary, the safeties and corners are going to continue to get moved around. They're going to continue to try to be put in different positions that's going to benefit them. Offensively, they're just going to start running the football. It's exactly what I'm saying about the Chicago Bears. If they start running the football with heavier packages, 
The slip passes will be there. It allows Luke Altamar to gain some, get his confidence back as we move forward. But they competed with Penn State. I know it was 16 to 7 at halftime, but they are right there. They're still in the conversation of being a team that can still win some games this year on their schedule. They got to get some confidence. They have to figure out their identity on offense. If they're going to be a full on pass team, I think they just have to commit to being a full-on pass team. But I think they can go back and establish. I just think that offensive line, you got to start moving those guys around up front. And I think just saying we're going to establish the run for this team, the way it's built, we will now have the wide receivers that can get open. But if you're trying to make their life easier, you want Luke Altmeyer to get back to being confident, you're going to have to go back to running the football, Heavier set packages, maybe more offensive linemen in. I'm not saying go back to old school I formation and do all those type of things. Just kind of go back to kind of what we were doing last year. I don't want to compare it to last year, but if it was working last year with a Tommy DeVito at quarterback and you have Luke Altmaier who can be just as good a passer, if not better, those are the things they're going to have to continue to do. And we saw they could do it against a Penn State. They were moving the ball on Penn State. They're... Penn State should be a little bit worried what they showed on film that Illinois was going to do the that what Illinois did to them as they move forward. So we just got to have better quarterback play. We got to get back to establishing the run. We got to move that offensive line and move pieces around because we just can't continue. We're, we're going to have to sacrifice strengths to certain spots. And our defensive linebackers, I think, are going to have to start stepping up to do all those things. Um so I don't want to give up on Illinois just yet. I don't think we should. I think we should continue to ride it out with them and just continue to be there and, and watch them. And I think Coach Bielma and staff are going to figure it out, but they have to have that coming to Jesus moment. And they're going to have to figure out pretty quick because um, their schedule just continues. Now they finish their non-conference schedule next week um, or this next this this upcoming weekend versus FAU. And we'll try our best to have a preview for that one. And then they just go straight into Big Ten play with that big showdown at Purdue versus Coach Walters, um, which that game got bumped to 2.30 p.m. on that day. So that'll be a fun one. So we'll try to have some previews and everything else. But I think that we have to be positive. They still showed good signs, but it just has to come together. It's, it's, it's you know, we're seeing glimpses here and there. Just got to be a complete full game coming out of them. Uh, and, I, and I think you'll see that. I, we, we're we not in a position as Illinois fans to just jump ship yet with, with Coach Bielma and staff. So I think they're going to be able to get that. So we just have to keep writing it out. Um, that will do it for this episode. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow around Apple and iTunes, please. Thank you. We got to get that up. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Leave a comment, the review on the Apple um, podcast part as well. Check out all the affiliates down below as well. Um, follow like coach underscore Steve 72 on Twitter. Thanks everybody for watching and or listening. We will see you guys next time.